Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Panda Remedy Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Randy G. I'm a marketing student who's passionate about inspiring and motivating people. Through this podcast, I hope to make a positive impact on your life and help you navigate the ups and downs of this amazing roller coaster we call life. Joining me on this journey are my incredible co-hosts who will bring their unique perspectives and experiences to the table. Together, we'll dive deep into interesting topics, tell stories, and share insights that will hopefully resonate with you and help you on your journey. Whether you're looking for advice on personal growth, career development, or just some good old-fashioned inspiration, we got you covered. So sit back, relax, and let's embark on this journey of self-discovery and personal development together. Once again, welcome to Panda Remedy Podcast. On this week's podcast, Pat and I will dive into a topic that is often overlooked and stigmatized men's mental health. It's a subject that deserves attention and understanding. We hope to shed light on some of the challenges that men face when it comes to mental health. This is our first podcast. Woo! Yay! Yay! So welcome to uh, Panda Remedy Podcast. Uh, My name is Randy, your host, and I have a special guest today, uh, my good friend, long friend, uh, Pat. Say hello. Hi, everyone. So how's how's it been going the last couple days? It's been pretty busy. Yeah, everything's been busy, work, other activities keeping me busy, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I've been pretty busy, and uh, the last couple of weeks have just been a grind with school and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's been pretty good. the uh, The most important thing right now is that this podcast is a project that I'm working on uh, for school. It's a digital marketing uh, to work on the uh, influencers and stuff like that. So sweet. So I guess we can dive in. Sure. Um, with our first topic, um, I kind of just Googled it. Uh, it's talking about the stigma surrounding men's mental health. Uh, men are often taught to suppress their emotions and add up, uh, man up instead of seeking help uh, when they're struggling with mental health issues. This could lead to a culture of silence and shame, making it difficult for men to talk openly about their mental health concerns. All right. Well, I mean, from any standpoint, I mean, everyone goes through different thoughts and ideas going throughout their life and the biggest thing is like especially for men's mental health they feel like they burden people with sharing any of their information and at the same time a lot of us don't want to feel vulnerable by Mm -hmm. sharing something that you know to them might be damaging but to someone else it's no big deal but they don't know so a lot of times the only time they really trust is like a really good friend but at the same time We've all gone through a bunch of friends. Um, so it's just like, at what point do I want to share this with a new friend kind of thing? So we generally bottle things up because we don't have a better way to express ourselves. At least that's kind of where I sit on the fence on this one. Right. Yeah. And for me, it's like mental health has been like so open up for, for a lot of people. And it's like it's more uh, open to talking about it now. Uh, for me, it was I'm a very open person. So I can, I love telling people my problems and whatever i mean just last week two weeks ago right i mean right before my birthday you know i uh had a bit of a meltdown i guess or and you know talking to my friends and they kind of just chalked it down to just complaining or uh you know miss miss uh you know excusing my my uh emotions right and i didn't like that i, I just felt that i wasn't heard and i think that this kind of strung up to it kind of worked out with this podcast too is just like um I think for for me, anyways, is it's important to have a safe place, uh, oh, yeah. someone who can I can go to and tell them, 
my issues and kind of my day and stuff. So, or even just that person that when you're having a bad day, you can just curse them out and they understand. Right. Cause we all have our bad days. So, um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. Um, hardest thing is no one really teaches us how to share our emotion or be, uh, use the emotion effectively. So we kind of all just kind of either copy from like a mentor that we have, or we try and find a process. At least I, I kind of look for a pattern myself. Because if I can find what my trigger is or anything that makes me feel the way I do, you want to try and avoid that, right? So um, I know the biggest thing with men's mental health is just trying to get into a pattern or a habit, a good habit-forming thing that kind of gives you joy and pride for motivation-wise. Right, right. You have such a good structure. It just – what – is going to be the next trigger point that's going to set you in the opposite direction. Right. So it's like you have everything so set up on your day. You're, you know, you got your breakfast ready, you folded, you did your bed, you, you know, you did all those things that you've been doing for a long time, but what's the new habits I need to put into my life to keep me going in this motivational spot? Um, Because men's mental health for a lot of us, the easiest thing is we don't want to think. Men are simple creatures, man. We, we, we just, we just want to do the simplest things and like easiest tasks that will help you, you know, like gas going, right? Well, because like, we seem to want us to have the answer, but the answers that we have, if we're not really doing the research to it, we just kind of solve it ourselves. Right. Yeah. So it's just like if duct, if duct tape can fix it, duct tape's going to fix it. <laughs> so, so I mean, in all fairness, it's like, yeah, you can do the right things, but I'm just going to fix it for now because I'll be able to fix it later. I just need more time to f- solve my problem but then more problems get added to the mix and now we're taking care of more things and now we're taking care of more things so there's only so much duct tape you can put on it Mm -hmm. um to prevent anything from those cracks coming out so for men's men's mental health that's a thing is if we don't have a good vent um like a good habit or anything like that we regress because again if we are as simple as we are we'll regress into the pattern that just simplifies our life at least yeah. how I feel. I couldn't agree more. I mean, like, especially for me, I have, like, really un- un- unhealthy habits of just, like, isolating myself um, and thinking of a completely rollercoasting that mind where it just, you know, you just get all the negative thoughts and you just start playing back all the terrible things that happen, you know? And uh, I think, it's, yeah, I don't, like I said, for me, it's, like, it's important to have someone I can vent to. Um, but, I mean, yeah, including, it's interesting you say, like, having a, an extra habit and, like, trying to be, like, so like for me, like I mean, I think for me to set up a day of just like good positive, like mental health or like mental day is like just making simply is making my bed mm-hmm. and just getting my day started, you know. And um, well, here's a question: Have you ever actually put a lot of effort into just folding your shirt? But dude, I hate folding laundry. <laughs> See what I mean? But if you took the time, just think of it. That's a good habit for me because instead of thinking of what's going on in your day, you're actually thinking of folding it perfectly. You're making the creases, whatever. I know that sounds like an OCD thing, but just think about it. If you start thinking of stuff like that, you're not thinking about the things that are setting you off for the day. Mm -hmm. So it becomes this cool idea of which being thoughtful of what you're doing changes your whole aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So for me, I sharpen skates for most of the day. Um, Or I'm fixing uh, equipment. Essentially, that's what my job is. So when you think about what you're doing, you don't think about the other things that are bugging you. 
Mm-hmm. You're focused on your goal. And then the worst thing is, is you get it done so quick because you're so focused on it. You're like, damn it. Now I have to go back to thinking of the other things, you know? So it's like, that's my motivation. I like being able to have a block where I can focus on just the most basic thing that I need to do, but it helps me stay motivated because um, I don't have to think about the other things that trigger me or bug me or, you know, overthink because you have nothing but time on your mind. You know, thank God that I'm in school because I don't have time to think other than just the assignments and like trying to make, you know, routine wise, right? Going to school on time and being there to learn, learn a lesson about marketing or whatever. So like for me, like to like, you know, do a lot of integrating or self-reflection, it's, it's really hard right now because like I don't have the time or luxury to like even think, right? The only time right. I really have time is when right before I go to sleep. So and that that just spirals out of control, oh, right? Because yeah. you're you're like, oh my god! Well, because like, your body's resting and your mind's going, hey, I got a new idea. It's like, no, you don't. I want to sleep. Yeah, and then you're like tossing and turning all night because you're like, oh my god, like this happened, or or you know, this yeah. person did me wrong. So and like, you have like six different storylines going on in your head because you're thinking for each individual person that it's affecting. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, that is, at least that's my brain going. Yeah, on. that's that's so true, and like. But I don't know. I, I think that, like, for me, like, I don't think it's a very stigma anymore because, like, I'm willing to just just tell anyone about my problems. <laughs> but I don't think it, like, I get that it's it's something that it could be an overshare for a lot of people because yeah. I, I spend a lot of time with other people. And sometimes people don't gauge the fact that there is an overshare. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to understand people, but you don't, there's a lot of backstory Right. That in order for me to get to know you, I have to have time to get to know you. Yeah. So just like sometimes it's just like I just met you. This this life story, I would like it to be in increments because right. I want to spend more time on this. Versus you know this one time, it's just like I get this one time, but like I want to get to know you in a lot better circumstances. So when it comes to someone who already off offloads all of their stress, mm-hmm. it's like. I've been talking to you for 10 minutes and you're offloading stress on me. It's like, I got my own stuff, man. So it's just like, you like, that's why I say I only like sharing the big personal things with my friends right? because I want to actually bounce things off of them so mm-hmm. I can gauge what I'm doing Yeah. versus um, not sharing it, not, and then you're keeping all this negativity you're just bottling well, it off. Yeah. And then finally someone asks you, how's your day going? And then all of a sudden you just unload. Yeah. Right. And, no one really deserves that. Like, if you think about it, look how many people on the road who are driving yeah. lose their mind. That's true, right? Right, and it's just like why? Because the one person just happened to not go fifty, and they're going forty-eight, and you're just like, I want you to go fifty. Move out of the way. It's you know, it's those trigger points that we have the safety of the vehicle, and we're screaming. But I can tell you, if I'm standing on the sidewalk, I can hear you scream. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we hit some pretty good topics, or pretty like good like little things there um so i think we can move on sure and talk about uh what about the impact on like societal expectations you know like um you know most men have to be strong independent and they have control of their emotions and like yeah. it's like that bottling up again you know like yeah. well you know what are what are the you know for you what is the most unrealistic things that kind of happened to you or do you like to share that you know that you're kind of just kind of getting over now i you know i would say it wouldn't be like of a male role, so to say, but it's kind of like family expectations. Mm, yeah. Um, so, I mean, like if you take a look at say your family's history or my family's history, you see a pattern of, you know, 
they get married, they have children, and they go through all these these problems that happen. But they did a lot younger. I feel like, uh, especially for me, I'm much older. I didn't really get into a dating scene until much later. So it's just like things like that kind of set me back. Um, so, I mean, I was very immature from a long standpoint, at, especially through my 20s, that I didn't quite grasp what life is really supposed to be about right right and so i set myself back so i mean for me it's like the expectations of being able to afford a house you know no one really wants to live in the parents place yeah i mean if you do cool awesome but trust me you want to have some independence i mean yeah it sucks that you have to spend money on a mortgage or rent or groceries in general because you want to spend it on video games or whatever it is but that's the thing is we they have the expectations is you need to move on with life you need to grow up. You need to set yourself to the standard of which whoever sets the standard. So let's face it, most of our peers or our role models are the ones setting our standards, right? right yeah. So yeah. if you've been an athlete your whole life and your goal is to be a professional athlete, your role models are going to be based off those things because someone's coming into your life to get you to that point. Mm -hmm. If no one is, you know what? You have probably one of the strongest work ethics because no one's stepping up for you. No one's mentoring you and you're doing it on your own, yeah. which let's face it. If you think of self-made people, I feel like that's something that you kind of wish you had. Whereas like if you came from a bit of privilege, it just like you feel like you never really had that arc yeah, that's of true, being right? able yeah. to overcome. Instead, and you were kind of just here's your ticket. You're already going kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, if you look at those stories, you're like, man, I wish I could have been that. But instead of us saying, I wish we're not doing Right. Yeah. And that's where I feel like our biggest expectations are is we put these expectations on ourselves, yeah. but we're not really executing. Yeah. We're saying, I'm going to fix it. But then you're just like, ah, another five minutes, another 10 minutes, another TV show. And now we still have the problem. And then years go by and then exactly. you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. So think of that as even like the male emotions, too. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to share certain things with people because, you know, it's not the right time or. It's, you know, a different part of my life where they're on a different part of their life. So it doesn't really come to the conclusion that you want to have an answer to. Right. Yeah. And for me, like, I, I, you know, I like how you said, like, family expectations. Like, I come from an Asian family, right? Chinese descendants. And at my age, like, I'm about like, 34 now. You know, I should have had a kid, maybe already got married, had a career. You know, I, I definitely had a late start in life. And it, it's a little bit of pressure, right? Like, trying to get... uh to, to a career and try to be successful and like and I can't make that mistakes I can't make any mistakes anymore and I have to like pursue just like, one thing right it's like keeping up with the Joneses we we don't need to it's kind of like we want to we want to yeah. have something to be proud about yeah so it's just like we're sitting here on a fence going well we don't have a lot of productive things in our life that we can say we're proud about like I mean the thing is like we can all have these giant accomplishments in our life mm -hmm. but shared with the right people that's a big component of our lives but if you share that with some random stranger like no big deal well, so what it's just, so it changes our 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 prospect of life or our understanding of life because it's like do you actually know your neighbors very well me oh god no i keep right? to myself right because but that's the thing for all you know your neighbor could have been an olympic athlete um or you know served in the war or was part of parliament if we don't spend your time to get to know these people, you'll never know what your neighbor was really ever done. 
Right, so just yeah. like instead you hate him because he throws snow on your sidewalkers. Yeah. You know, yeah. something stupid like that. And you hate him because there's some random feud going on. But it's just like, man, this guy could have literally um, been a superhero for all we know. Mm-hmm. So anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. There. No, I, I think that's great. I mean, I appreciate the uh, the inputs and stories and stuff. So, but yeah, no, I think uh, you hit some good points. And um, I mean, for me, I, I like, un- like, for me, I don't know, like, unrealistic or not, like, I just ever since like my like i guess my spiritual awakening or whatever like yeah. my being meditative like i just don't care like i'm i'm trying to be more authentic and and uh just that was my one of my goals this year is to tell tell people what how i really feel and like not not hold back cuz yeah. i think that that for years i think that's hold, held me back to being a real person and yeah. being good at what i what i should be doing you're, right you're, so. you're you're more self aware of what it is in life you want Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is you want to life mm-hmm. and the people that you want in it. Yeah. Um, because there's only so, like, I want to share everything with everyone too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know that there's a crowd to that is going to be more your your stay, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like you look at a comedian, comedian goes to all these random bars, essentially, or, uh, you know, comedy nights. You know the expectation is something's going to be funny. Yeah. But you don't know what you know what the pitch is or what right. the what the the sketch is about. Right. So it's yeah. like if you don't know your audience and you say something and it's questionable. Yeah. Yeah, people close off and then just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like that. you you want to be able to go to the people that you know because if you're a comedian as an example um, and people like what you do, they're gonna go to your show. Yeah. Yeah. But if they've never heard you before. They're going to be, uh, uh, or you just hit it right off the bat. And someone's like, that is funny. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I think, I think for me, like I'm still stuck in the whole, like, yeah, the expectations really are bad pressure for me. And, you know, I think I just enjoy life, but I can't. Cause I'm just like, my expectations of winning and like, and trying to get ahead is like so bad that like it stresses me out. I lose sleep over it. But I mean, what are you really winning? I mean, for me, it's like, I'm winning with life getting ahead, getting back, yeah. turning that page of like a success, right? Like, and, and getting to the level of where all my friends are at and like, yeah. you know, See, that's, that's what I mean, me, right? What so. I was saying about the neighbor thing, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to compare and that's the thing. You don't need to really compare. You need to have that drive and that work ethic and your own ability mm-hmm. to be happy. Right. Yeah. So just like, yeah, like I, I know a lot of my friends, like we were saying before, have kids and moved on to, this new role in life mm-hmm. whereas we're just catching up you know we're just at that phase where they were maybe five maybe ten years ago yeah. and we're just kind of like okay i wish i was here sooner but now i got to get to where i need to be i want to be where my friends are because it makes life easier yeah you know i'm not i'm not chasing to keep up with my friends instead we're kind of at the same speed Right, it's like walking with someone down the street. Yeah, if someone's true. walking a little faster, you're kind of keeping up because it's your friend. Yeah. But you know, if they just kind of slow down, you're slowing down too. Yeah. You want to be with a with your friend at that point, but at the same time, it just like it depends on where we are. Yeah. Like you could be at a very up, and I could be at a very down, and sometimes that just gets to the point where they clash so much. It's like, okay, well, you know what? You stay here. I'll just drag on behind, and I'll catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty good. Um, I think we could probably move on to our final topic. Sure. Um, I I, need, I have no idea how how this is going to turn out because like we're at like eighteen minutes, and I was like thinking, oh, like 
these three topics would take like 30 minutes. We like talking, Randy. Yeah, we do. So we do like talking. This could stretch out to be two hours if we so choose. Yeah. So, so for our final topic, I want to talk about is like with mental health and like toxic masculinity and, you know, how uh, refers to like harmful behaviors and attitudes that often associate with traditional notions of masculinity, um, such as aggression, dominance, and emotional suppression. So I don't know, like, what are your thoughts on it, I guess? Well, like toxic masculinity, I feel, I, I, I just feel like it's a coping mechanism that people get to. Yeah. Um. So it just like, you know, you can have a very strong opinion, which, you know, can be associated with toxic masculinity about, you know, gender roles and things like that, yeah, or yeah. Um, just even relationship standards. Uh, so I don't know, like, I mean, if you're going to be an ass or you're going to be rude, you are going to be rude. That's yeah. how I'm going to label you. I'm going to give you a great chance of being a normal person. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like being above someone mm -hmm. or talking down to someone or treating someone like, cause you know, they're in this state of power. It's like, there's really no point. Like trying to use leverage on someone. Yeah. That's very like childish. Yeah. We, we went over this. We went through this in elementary school. Why are you still continuing this? Yeah. Way? There's people who can lead naturally. Yeah. And the people that have that, in most cases, let's say toxic masculinity for this one is like, you know who I'm talking about. That yeah. one person that goes, well, if you don't do this, you, you pretty much, you know, say goodbye to your career. Yeah. It's like using leverage like that isn't the best way of doing it. I would rather motivate you to do it. Yeah. Right. So instead of making you feel small, I'd rather make you feel big. Yeah. You're important. Yeah. So, I mean, toxic masculinity is bad because it shows differently. I mean, talking about the social media influencers. I don't want to say his name because we all know who we're talking about. <laughs> and let's face it, he should have shut up. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, you, you don't have the right to treat anyone any, well, you do have the right to treat anyone any way you want, mm -hmm. but let's face it. The world goes by much better if you say hello other than fuck off. Yeah. If you say, how's your day going? Nah, don't have the time. Fuck off. Yeah. I got, I got money to make. And yeah. And it's just like, it sucks. Um, because there are people out there or else like, you know, you go to a gym, you get the alpha bros, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, I hate going to the gym. <laughs> the thing is, is like you have to live in your own world. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're going to bug you and you actually being affected by them bugging you mm. means they won. Yeah. Right. It's just like, I'm going to the gym for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If I'm, if I'm angry and it happens to be you while I'm in the gym, guess what? I'm putting another plate on the bar or whatever it is right, right. to get me motivated because you know what it shouldn't affect us yeah. but it does because people feel like they want to meddle in someone's life or make you feel like you're someone you're not right 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 and like i don't know like i said i feel it's coping it's coping that these people learn that this is the way that they can do it so they can get to where they want to be that's kind of where that toxic masculinity yeah. would kicking, kicking someone down and like getting past so that they can get ahead and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, let's it. say security in a bar, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. You're going to have the the person who just wants to talk it out because it's much easier to. Mm -hmm. Your mm -hmm. crisis negotiation much better versus someone that goes flying over the top, not knowing the circumstance of what's going on and gets into the fight. Right, yeah. Right, so it's like you have to see what's going on. You have to adapt to what's going on and take out. So it's just like I would say that toxic masculinity is head in, full charge, doesn't even think. Bull and just bull run right into the red, yeah, right? Without yeah. understanding what's going on. For all we know, those two guys were just play wrestling and they're just goofing off. But 
the circumstances show that it was different. Damn, am I am I toxic? Because I'm I'm the guy who just gets super angry super fast and I just go off the rails. I just feel like it's a it's a rational uh, emotion, if anything. Yeah. You don't need to get go mad, but it just like you feel like in order for them to shut up, I need to react. Yeah, yeah. Right? Versus just like, huh, that's not funny. And you yeah. walk away. Or you insult the other guy, so you try and create this war of words. Right. Yeah. It's like first off, if I'm going to break up a fight, I'm neutral. Yeah. I'm not picking sides. Yeah. I don't want to all of a sudden beat on this one person and then next thing you know, it was the wrong person. I should have been beating on this guy. Yeah. Right? It's like what's going on? So I don't know. I hope I was able to answer that. What do you think? What's what's toxic masculinity <clears throat> to you and what's what's the stigma around it? Toxic masculinity for me is like first impressions. I think that like you said, you know, you the whole impression of gym bros and just I think that's like the pose or demeanor. I think that that's really important that for me to like tell you if you're going to be toxic or like, especially for men, like I, I'm, I'm such a bad person for like judging people right away. Like I can, I can tell if I'm going to like you or not. And like, usually just depending on how they act around me. Um, I just know like these guys are toxic or they just, they have that, that alpha macho kind of thing. And, so that, I guess, like, for me, it's, like, that's what I see. Like, and it, it, it really demotivates me to even be around people. Like, I think maybe they're asserting more. Of, um, yeah, they're that, that assertive dominance. And, yeah. like, and I don't know. I, I'm not very assertive. I'm very quiet. And, like, I don't need to say a whole lot. But I guess I can talk a lot when it's really interesting. And, like, yeah. when things get really excited, I, I can, I'll be the, the center of attention in the room. Yeah, but you if know? you're having the same conversation with someone who has that masculinity complex, um they're talking you're just sitting there listening anyways and they're throwing up their hands and which you know know, i'm sitting here saying this and i know i've been talking through most of this but you know it's not giving the opinion of how how i think everyone should react or you know it's stupid of you to not understand what i'm saying yeah right versus you know i'm sitting here listening to what you're saying i'm taking what you're saying and i'm you know asking about it versus you're like bro you got the wrong idea you need to do this you yeah. need to do this i read it i saw it on youtube you have to do i watched it on tiktok yeah you know all those gym pros and all those guys yeah let's yeah. do this like everyone and especially in fitness mm-hmm. everything is experimental mm-hmm. if you're going to show someone an exercise mm-hmm. it's generally because you've done it enough times not mm-hmm. just hey i just thought of it come try it mm-hmm. that's a trap that's yeah. it that's putting someone in, in danger. Whereas yeah. like, if I haven't done this a thousand times, I'm not going to make someone else do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's just like things like that where peer pressure kind of sits in that bubble. Yeah. So I think, I think we kind of answered it. It's pretty, it's a pretty tough topic to like kind of go over. So, but I think, you know what, I think we're good. I mean, I think this episode is uh, kind of coming to an end. Um, I will ask, cause I kind of want to do this is what is the one tip? For, for for people out there, what is the most important thing uh, that you would do in a day to get you going or like? So I might have said it earlier, but it's like finding a hobby or a habit that you can be mindful of what you're doing. So you get excited to be there and like... be excited in the moment of what you're doing. So I mean, like again, video games is something that where people use as an escape. Yeah. So yeah. they're thinking of that, but I'm talking about actually something where you're working on your hands and put thought into it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's writing, whether right. it's reading. I mean, you're reading, so you're not much thought other than receiving yeah, the words. Receiving, but it's yeah. just like, um, so anyone who has a hobby, like say would draw, um, you're thinking of those lines, you're thinking of those sketches, you're thinking of how it's going to go, 
um, whether it's uh, woodworking or puzzles, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I feel like that's going to be a big thing for anyone. Um, exercises, like I, I mentioned before, exercise is probably one of the best mindful types of things because instead you're focusing on trying to get this rep out or you're breathing. So you're not thinking about your day, what's going on. Instead, you're just focused. Right. Well, thanks for uh, that little tip there. And I uh, appreciate uh, you coming out and you have a little conversation. Um, so I'd like to thank anyone who's actually still tuned in here. And I guess, yeah, so I guess this is Panda Remedy and it's pretty raw and uh, I don't know, authentic, I guess, in my, in my opinion, I guess yeah. I don't really have much to say on that. But uh, So this is the first episode. I think I might do a part two on this. Okay. Um, I'm um, all for it. You're all for it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll get you back in here. Maybe, you know, I can get another gentleman to come talk to me and see how far that goes. So I'm going to sign off today. So thank you everyone. And thank you, Pat. Thank and you. Oh, thank you for O'Shea's for like, a, uh, you know, supplying a place that can talk yeah. and like run this podcast. You know, they were really actually excited about this. So it was really good. I, it would be really cool if, you know, future is being able to use more local businesses yeah. within this idea. Yeah. Um, that way it gives them publicity. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as this carries, I guess, as long as your show continues to be on, um, you know, we could extend it. But I would love uh, to keep going with this. I just think that uh, there's a lot of improvement and and I'm, I'm really excited. So it's, but it's day one. Day one. Episode one. Yeah. You got to, in order to get to somewhere, you got to start. So yeah. here's the start. All right. Well. Thank you again, and uh, we will see you next week. Right on. Take care, everyone.